to today's market trade plan live session which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we can for today's trading opportunities and now today is friday the um 29th of september now the other the other side of this particular date is the last trading day of the calendar month which has been a very bearish one um we've had uh, some very significant moves in these markets we've been able to uh to focus on booking and profit over the last couple of days we've begun to see markets begin to turn a lot of that is has the potential to be some profit taking uh, after a very bearish week and a half um so so we've had to build all of that into our, our understanding of what's going on in these markets uh, we do expect um october to be uh potentially another relatively bearish month all the the pieces do seem to be in place but it's going to be an interesting just transition now as we as we finish this week and go into next week um so let's break this down for you in a little bit more detail we'll we'll go through the process of of doing our fundamental analysis we look at some of the news events and we look to trade them accordingly so um so just as a quick introduction all profitable traders need to consider of course which markets to trade you really want to be focusing on the right markets in these uh, in, at these times um, where, where the big moves are likely to happen. Um, we then need to focus on the levels in terms of technically entering and exiting these markets. Um, how do we manage risk prior to entry? So trade management, uh, sorry, uh, risk management is an important feature. And then trade management and trade psychology, all of these factors. There's a lot of education built in behind you know, many of these views. Um, however, we address these considerations every day in our trade rooms and we are strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with our capital and being patient uh, as well. So let's start with a review of this potential market moving news then. I uh, would bring up Forex Factory. And uh, we can scroll right down. So if you look at what uh, yesterday's news events um, we've got Spanish flash CPI numbers, so Spanish inflation coming in above the previous, but very much in line with um, with expectations. Same situation with the German prelim CPI numbers. Um, Australian retail sales numbers month on month coming in a bit lower. So we do have this situation where inflation is persistently high and there is potential softness uh, on the on the perhaps some of these economic indicators like retail sales um, then we jump to yesterday afternoon where we get final GDP numbers coming in actually below expectations so again higher inflation uh, lower growth it's kind of a stagnating economy potentially with interest rates up at 5.5 which is not great um so definitely some some difficulties ahead we've still got this very resilient jobs market in the us 
Uh, and then we had this little event in here and it didn't really move the dial to any great extent. Um, it was a welcoming remarks, um, or opening remarks uh, due to speak at a town hall event with educators hosted by the Federal Reserve. So we were sort of contemplating whether there'll be Q&A. We'll get some analysis now this morning as we go into the session. Um, it's important to just note it's a it's a bank holiday in China. So um, Chinese banks will be closed in observance of the mid-autumn festival. Uh, apart from that, we've got a lot of very minor news events uh, over the course of the morning. Um, we're going to have European CPI numbers coming up. It looks like there's a bit of improvement there across the Eurozone. Um, as you can see from the previous figures coming down from 5.3 to 4.8, that will be positive. It's just whether, whether this news event comes in line with expectations or not, I think is probably a bigger deal. So if it comes in above 4.9, 5.0, then it's above expectations. Um, coming in uh, below would be uh, a bit of an improvement for the ECB and will impact the, the, the euro quite significantly, potentially. Okay, so um, and the only thing we have this afternoon, we, we've got two sort of mildly important um, uh, news events. We're not expecting much much movement in the actual um, the actual figures that will be released, but the core PCE, which is an important Fed-related um, inflation number, uh, looks like it's pretty flat, coming in at 0 0.2. Um, we're still seeing prices increase, but we're, we're seeing them increase. The, the rate of increase is slowing. And then we close out the week with consumer sentiment. And um, that's something in the US, which is uh, we're seeing a little bit of a bounce over the last week. And this number 67 comes in, you know, a little bit softer. Um, it is kind of a sentiment number that you'd, you'd probably expect things have improved over the course of the year, but could things significantly disimprove? That would be the, the question. Um, we saw that same phenomena in uh, uh, consumer confidence numbers, which spiked in July, and now they are rolling over to the downside really quite aggressively. So could the same be in this uh, consumer sentiment number? We'll have to wait and see. All right, so that's just a little review of the news. So let's bring up these charts. So we've been at pains all week to try and maximize our profits and, and book in profits on our, on our winning trades from last week. Um, on the assumption that we might get a turn in these markets as we close out the end of the month. And I think it's quite straightforward to see currently online that that's exactly what's happened. We've been in this bearish trend and now there's just this little reversal signal kicking in all from high to low and they've all sort of done that. Um, uh, even, even oil has kind of topped out at 93 and we've, pulled back into, into this little zone in here. Um, same situation with the, with the dollar pairs. The euro just began to turn yesterday. 
same situation with the pound. So you can see the nature of the turn. Um, uh, the yen is going to be slightly different for reasons which I'll explain, but we've had a big sizable move. In fact, a really, really sizable move um, and a little bounce now off this, this level. So really what, what we're in is we're, we're seeing a technical bounce um, off significant lows. And um, that was very much in our thinking with a view of this market, um, uh, a bit of profit taking kicking in. We've had sizable moves in these markets and you often get a little bit of reconciliation on the last day of the trading month. So what we're saying is a bit of patience may need, be, may need to be um, uh, acquired at this point because we're likely to get further continuation, but our overall bias is still to the downside. So what we're looking to do is to sell these markets at a, at a higher price or perhaps in oil, wait for this market to begin to turn around and we, we, we'll start to, to buy US oil once more. So this profit taking has the potential to to be significant, but we, we want to keep our eye on the direction which we want to trade these markets, which is very much to the downside still. So we'll have to watch the, the secondary trend, which is kind of a pullback trend. And then we're looking for levels of resistance to start, you know, selling these markets once more. So that's going to be our, our plan. Um, this does require us to be a little bit patient today. Um, and right now it does look as if we've got that confirmed little bounce. So there's a risk on sort of sentiment and sort of fundamental view of these markets. If we add in um, perhaps the two-year treasury note as well, this is softening. This would support equity prices would come from uh, 5.2 down to 5.03. So a bit of softening across the, uh, the bond markets that all fits in with this risk on trade. Now here's the problem. Do we want to be getting into this risk on trade when our overall trade is to the downside? Um, if you do, it's, it should be a short lived trade, maybe trade with smaller size. And this is not the, the, the big side of the trade. It's actually further selling um, potentially at higher prices is what we're actually focusing our attention on. So sometimes it's, it's easier to, to, to let this um, secondary trend play out. And then when prices start to roll, we can look to, to pull the trigger again, like we've done previously over the last week or, week or two. Okay. So, um, so as we look through these markets kind of more, a little bit more individually, it, it's really that same sort of view it's that little bounce off the low that we're going to get short term we're looking for these prices to run into resistance at which point we look to sell the FTSE is getting a little bit of a bounce we're just sort of treading this little upper trend line if anything we might get a little bit of a bounce especially if we get uh, further weakness in the pound there's that little bounce off the the DAX so we we got out of these trades we booked in profits on our S&P uh 500 uh yesterday um the the, the dax sorry the uh, the dow jones sorry the nasdaq uh, we booked in profit as well down at these lower levels um prices are now a little bit higher 
and uh, and the DAX we pretty much broke even on the trade so we, we didn't want to hold this little pullback because what we decided to do was right well let's exit these trade at, at this turn or turning point and then we'll look to sell at a higher price and we're not too far away from running into resistance with some of these markets as well Nikkei is just in a kind of a strong sideways moving pattern and just as a brief commentary on Bitcoin we've seen no reaction really for the last couple of months in Bitcoin right commodities reversal signals yesterday was a strong reversal signal uh, in oil um, we, we saw further downside as far as the, the, the gold trade and this was the one that got away this week really over the last three days was that was that move from the 1913 um, to very significant lows that's a sizable move 1857 really good trade there kind of missed that one with what, what was going on with all the trades we were in and now we're just getting a little bit of a bounce so really if we get a bounce up to 1884 maybe 1900 something like that then we'll look to see if we get this little rollover trade um okay so so moving on to moving on to um the euro dollar again it's the same principle it's this bearish trend as you can see worth um, worth taking note of this bearish trend um so it's really about this secondary trend bounce really that that's and we're able to book in profits as well in the euro dollar um down here at the 0520 was was our profit uh where where, where we took profits same situation <coughs> same situation for the pound uh it was at these much lower lower levels so we tried to squeeze as much out as we could out of these trades um you know doing quite well and that was our you know, these were our kind of second sell trades as well that we were closing out month end which is worth again taking note of what happens around uh quite often around the end of these calendar months so the end is an interesting one we've got a situation now where where, where longer end uh, japanese bond yields are actually you know making progress to the upside um the BOJ had been pursuing this yield curve control and now there's some action in, on the, on that side and we did say we wanted just in case there was any intervention from the US we'd like to sorry from the BOJ Bank of Japan um, there is every potential for the pound yen to potentially roll back over to the downside with this widening yield curve um, so we'll watch the yen pairs very very carefully all right, definitely a bit of softening across the dollar, um, across the board. That's the short-term trade. Uh, the CAD, we've really failed with the dollar CAD to make any progress. And uh, a strong rejection, actually, into consolidation for the Aussie dollar and the New Zealand dollar. Yeah, uh, actually a decent breakout uh, to the upside. We're running into all of these lows. So at the point in which this market starts to roll back over would be interesting the 
it looks like these markets could be setting up some decent trades because we know what direction we want to trade these markets i mean the yen pairs are just a little bit on the sideways so it's actually um that's the market condition so let me uh let me just make some adaptations to our monthly trade plan and then we'll we'll wrap it up there guys we'll let you go sorry let me get the right screen up okay so uh so now we have um reversing market conditions due to end of month profit taking so um so very simply Yeah, we keep it very, very simple. Um, we just want to keep all options open today. Um, don't forget, when, when you're trading markets, you can buy, sell, or do nothing. Um, sometimes doing nothing is not a bad decision to do, but it's active. Um, you're being active with your non-responsiveness. And, um, and the difficulty we have is we have this little secondary pullback phase filtering through but we're looking to take the downside trade next one that, that sets up and uh if we go into to october with almost a fresh slate and we get a nice clean pullback those would be ideal situations in which to keep selling because the fundamentals have pretty much remained intact so this is for us this is a little bit more of end of month based profit taking and as a result we'd like to keep all options open we'll have a look at maybe a couple of reversal trades um but our, our, our bigger trades would be the primary trend which is to the downside for many of these markets so we'd be looking to see if we can capitalize on those great stuff guys all right so really interesting last couple of um last week or so uh decent close to the month and um on the the narrative side we had a bit of clarity for a period and now we're just seeing a bit of profit taking the narrative begin to shift a little bit so it's when this narrative starts to kick back in will we be fully active once more um very likely to downside for many of these markets all right then guys um, my pleasure thanks very much for joining us any questions feel free to post them as always and just to let you know, we trade these markets fully live and interactive from 8 a.m. for the European session every morning. And then we're back again at 12.45 for the U.S. trading session. So if you want to join us for that, you're welcome. Uh, for more information, just go to the live trading.com. On that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.